Welcome, everybody, uh, here to the Caregivers Care Jar podcast. Uh, we're here for another episode. I believe this is episode, actually, episode 12. And um, my name is Vaughn Foy, the voice brander. And I have my wonderful and lovely co host and good friend, Miss Christy. Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> She's on the spot. We are doing our uh, second Zoom. Uh, Zoom uh, call. Uh, it's a third, second, third, second. I can't remember. Anyway, it's the next one. And uh, we are we have a very special guest, um, and her name is Kathy Gartner. Am I saying that right? You said it. All as right. As good as I can. <laughs> I know it's difficult. <laughs> difficult last name. <laughs> well, couldn't be as much difficult as mine. So mine looks like Fahey, but it's Foy. But uh, Foy. <laughs> Uh, it's all good. Well, yeah, Kathy, um, uh, we're, she is our third interviewee, and, um, but this is going to be a real special time uh, for you listeners um, and for us because Kathy was very instrumental. Uh, it's funny, both of you, Christy and Kathy, were very instrumental when my mom had um, uh, got her stroke two years ago. and. Um, they actually helped me walk through what's next. They've already been there down the road and me like, ah, and it's like two friends I'm able to contact and help walk through and made it so much less stressful. And um, we'll be able to share about uh, Kathy and her services. Uh, let me read just a, just a little bit. Um, she is the owner and founder of Above and Beyond Referral Services incorporated and um she's one of those individuals uh that loves her job she loves to just wake up and looks forward to helping and serving uh, for family friends and loved ones and it's just super rewarding for her um she says she's volunteered uh, in the community starting as a young very young uh visiting seniors in what we used to call convalescent homes and at the age of 12, uh, she started volunteering as a, as a candy stripper at the striper. local office. Striper? Striper. Thank you. I was like, wait a minute. That's <laughs> a pause. I'm sorry. <laughs> I should have read this before because that, all right. What is yeah. a candy striper? Please clarify that because I don't know what that is in that. <laughs> okay. When you're um, a young teenager um, and you do volunteer work at the hospital, um, they're called candy stripers. And mm -hmm. our little outfits literally had like, like a pink and white stripes. Yeah. And we wear like, like a white, canes, like candy canes, kind of. Yeah. Um, we wore white blouses and they were like a, like a top and a skirt with a white blouse and we have our badge. So we're very identifiable. We're volunteers. We don't. We're not nurses. We're not. We don't work there. But we're, um, we're we're volunteers, and so you had to be 13. But I got in at 12. <laughs> My grandma knew someone at the hospital, and I loved it. And I did it till I was 21. Wow. And then, but then when you're 18, I think you become a. a you wear a peach smock at this hospital I was at, and then, in white pants, and then you're a senior volunteer. Wow. But the young, but the young ones are the candy stripers. <laughs> candy stripers. Um, so reading on very carefully, uh, my grandparents also lived with uh, my her mother, and 
he helped take care of them through their golden years. Uh, she was volunteering with PAWS, um, which is Pets Are Wonderful Support, uh, where she was taking uh, pets to visit, you know, seniors in assisted living communities and skilled nursing facilities. She was also a facilitator at uh, Alzheimer's uh, Support Group and a volunteer for the Alzheimer's Association of Orange County chapter, Alzheimer's Family Services, and other opportunities that had rose up in the community. She received her RCFE, which is a residential care for elderly certification, and she's an, a licensed administrator through the state of California Department of Social Services. She completed her certificate of gerontology at the UC, I said that right, right? gerontology, yeah. UC Davis School of Gerontology, USC, I'm sorry, USC Davis School of Gerontology, and she's a, she's a member of the American Society of Aging. Wow, whole bunch of stuff there. Yeah, I have a couple more things. We have a new thing. Um, well, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> you read it in her bio on her website. Yeah, you'll have to update it. Yeah. Good stuff. Well, definitely highly qualified. Um, uh, in a, just a second, I want to have you um, share about more about your business uh, above and beyond. Um, and what, uh, for me, uh, like I said, when I found out um, I had been networking, I met uh, Kathy at eWomen Network uh, in our Orange, Orange County chapter in Costa Mesa. And um, so when the stroke happened with my mom, I was able to call Kathy and it was about where is she gonna be placed? You know, she's in the hospital right now. I had never dealt with the stroke. I had never dealt with um, anything this serious um, at all. And um, she was really uh, comforting about, oh, you need to call this place or I can call here. Um, are you planning on um, placing her in, in, you know, where she at right now, this hospital? Okay, there's gonna be these stages. So she kind of really walked me through uh, what's gonna happen with Medicare and Medi-Cal and what's gonna happen next. And really just gave like, okay, I have someone that I can call. Um, and honestly, if, if I didn't have that connection, I would literally be freaking out because it's like, I don't know. And then, you know, people, um, you don't know who to ask sometimes, um, but you, you know, having a support group and then Christy was the same. I was calling Christy, it's like, she was like, nope, don't worry about it. You're gonna do this and that, this is gonna happen. And so I had a, a stereo surround sound of a support, <laughs> which was awesome. Uh, so actually, it's fun, interesting, because at the time of this recording, this Friday will be exactly two years when we brought my mom home uh, from the hospital and um, or from the uh, the senior center at Arlington Gardens. And um, so this is really amazing and great to have the podcast and and, and Kathy to have you on and um, uh, to share about that. So so share with us more about your business and what, uh, what, how do you serve the world here with your goodness? Well, thanks for inviting me to this. This is my first <laughs> podcast, so I'm <laughs> very honored. <laughs> and um, so I've been helping families since 2004. I used to work for a national company and 
I opened my own company in 2012. Um, and the main reason is the model changed for the big companies and I wanted to be more personalized and I wanted to help people local to me. Um, I want to handhold their hand through the process. So I specialize in, in placement. So when families need, if they're not staying home, I help them find assisted living communities if they have memory problems, um, dementia and Alzheimer communities. And then I also work with, they're, they're called, um, they're different terms, they're called boarding cares or residential care homes. And they're licensed just like a, like a big property would be, but they only usually hold six people. Um, so I help find placement, that's like the main thing I do. Mm. And then if people don't wanna do placement um, and they wanna stay home, I can help them, guide them to, I don't have an agency, but I work with different home care, in, like in-home care agencies. Mm. So you can have someone come to the home. And with agencies, you can have them usually from two hours to 24 hours. Um, it just it depends on what you're looking for. Everything, everyone's different. Nothing's cookie cutter. So mm. everyone's situation's different. Um, wow. So, and my services are completely free to families. Um, they can call me ask me questions. I can help guide them. If they do need help in any of those areas, that's where I come in and, um, and guide them to the right, kind of, it's like a puzzle, like finding the right place for the, for that person. Yeah. And, and, and I work with thousands of places. So another thing I do is I go to the places. So I look at the places, I assess them. I, um, work with all the, the marketing directors. Um, I tour them. So I know like, if someone has Parkinson's, like maybe would be a good place for people to have Parkinson's or dementia. A lot of places have dementia, but sometimes with dementia, there's so many different types that they may specialize in, in a certain type, um, oh. behaviors or, um, so there's all sorts of, there's all sorts of criteria. I do an assessment with the family and kind of go from there. Wow. <clears throat> so where do you get like most of your, um, like referrals or uh, how do you, how um, do people most connect with you? <laughs> well, so since I've been with that national company, everyone kind of got to name me. I was like the only one here doing it um, with that company and then they start hiring people. So I have a pretty good reputation. So a lot of it's word of mouth. Mm -hmm. um, like I would say most of it's word of mouth now, but I have a website um, that people, like the hospital, there's a main hospital by me that um, refers to me. Gotcha. And then um, word of mouth, and I do I do networking, and I um, belong to like some women's clubs, but it's usually the adult child I'm working with, not the senior themselves. So mm. um, wow. the seniors don't think they're old; <laughs> they don't <laughs> think they have a problem. They don't think they need care or help. Um, <laughs> so the adult child is usually the one calling me, um, and sometimes I get the senior with they're looking for their spouse or something, but. I would say 95% is the adult child that calls me. Gotcha. It's like, yeah. like myself. Hey. Yeah, exactly. Like you. Yeah. yeah. And, and people call me because they don't know, they don't know what to do. Right. Um, like they don't know where to go. Like, and I, you know, I, I don't personally have a person like I'm carrying, well, my mom, I help with her, but she's 
lives on her own and um but i still have to go to all her doctor's appointments with her and be her eyes and ears because she doesn't ask the right questions like mm. oh, i don't know why i'm here like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, while the doctor's yeah. asking questions yeah so i yeah so I, I think it's really important for families to attend appointments um with aging with the aging population with their families mm. um and a lot of people don't have families i work with a lot of people that they don't have anyone not uh, yeah it's that's really hard when they don't have anybody yeah or um do you find too um in several circumstances they have someone but the someone's just not there won't be involved or yeah i have um i do work with families that are across this their distance their distance mm -hmm. distance challenge they you know maybe live on the east coast so um so sometimes i have to get caregivers to go with them i have an advocate that um will go to appointments you can hire um people to do that there's different companies that will do that that they'll advocate for you they'll go to the appointments with you with the oh, loved really? one mm -hmm. hmm. um yeah so um there's lots of lots of resources for stuff like that and i mean most recently there's an advocate that she's she can help you with skilled nursings and um, tell you which help you with insurance, like all things like wow. that you like kind of don't know, but they do. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's a whole it's a whole net to crack sometimes. So these advocates. So if I'm across the country, my mom needs care. I connect with them, and basically they kind of interview me to get as much information as possible to know and yeah but but they also charge hourly too so they're sure. they can't be expensive but um like i have a girlfriend right now and i think they need to hire an advocate because mm. things aren't well the things aren't just going right for them right now and the hospital is not doing things that they said they were going to do and mm. so and they want to hire a private nurse and they're they're not wanting to do that right now at the hospital but Wow. It could be the situation we're in right now. So. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Challenge. Yeah. As of this recording, um, is really the kind of the beginning weeks of COVID-19. Um, for those that may be listening to this one, you know, a year from now, <laughs> two years from now, uh, it's interesting speaking into the future of, um, of the unknown, but yeah, the circumstances we were talking about that in the last episode about, um, you know, caregiving, the title was caregiving, you know, with COVID-19. And um, uh, Kathy, you and I were talking earlier and you were saying how right now there's people in whether skilled nursing or nursing homes where their families cannot visit. Um, actually, yeah, ac actually my girlfriend's dad is in um, ICU and he's been in there five weeks that she can't go visit it. And since you and I talked earlier, they're FaceTiming him at 1.45 today. So hopefully, oh. I'm so excited. But um, also, the communities I'm working with, they can't accept tours. Like people, so say you decided to move your loved oh. one to a community, um, they have to do virtual tours right now. Wow. Wow. And, um, and then some of them aren't even accepting people at this moment. So like, 
another person I'm working with, they want to move their mom, but they can't move her in yet. <laughs> so, wow. um, and, and we don't know when, and some communities are taking them, but right now the seniors have to stay in their rooms. Their meals are brought to them in their rooms. Um, no I'm like, well, what are they, I'm like, what are they doing for activities? And so the activity person on top of the care, he's going around to all the rooms and bringing them puzzles, you know, trying to stimulate them as much as they can. Right. So, and that's what's hard is when a lot wow. of times you go to these communities for the activities and the stimulation. So, um, some people are doing things or singing outside, having care, like, like, like carolers come. Right. So you can, right. you can go, you can go play your sax outside right. the windows. <laughs> yeah, I was just thinking like, wow, to go uh, do an outside tour, walk around. Wow. They're doing those things right now, honestly. Mm. And, um, but they're calling me to see like how my families are doing. Like, so I'm calling and checking on my families because things are at a standstill kind of right now. Right. But you, but usually in the norm, a family would go to, or maybe I'd give them like two or three places to look at. I don't give them a huge list. Um, and then maybe if the person's alert enough, they don't have dementia, then they'll take the loved one to the two places. And then that's kind of how they'll, they'll pick. They'll, oh. um, they'll let the loved one still be involved if they, if they don't have memory issues, they let them. Where they want to kind of be at. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And then they'll go, like we can set up tours where they, so a lot of times they'll go try a meal. They'll have um, lunch there. Um, and they'll get to see all the action going on in the community. Mm, right. And then a lot of the seniors will come talk to them. Um, cause it, it's like a cruise ship on land. I hate to say right. that right now with all the cruise ships and stuff, but it really mm -hmm. is. Um, right. They're great. They're great places if um, that's the plan for, for that family to do a move. Wow. Wow. And also, um, I was talking, you know, talking earlier. So, there's another term called respite. So like you're your, um, you're your son's caregiver, correct? Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and um, so if say you needed to go on a, go to Hawaii, so you want your, you want, you want a trip to Hawaii. <laughs> so um, you're you're like, to Hawaii. <laughs> yeah, I want my trip to Hawaii. So, um, but you, your son can't go and, um, and you, you would either, you have caregivers in place. So you, some people can, you can have people come to the home and if they're mm -hmm. the caregiver themselves, you can have some, you can hire outside help to come in. Um, and then a lot of times with seniors, they'll, they'll go test out the place. <laughs> like they'll go test out an assisted living. And so you can be at peace, but they're being taken care of. They're getting their, their meals per day, their medications. Um, so you don't have to worry. You can go have fun on your, on your trip. Or if you just need a reprieve, you maybe you don't want to go anywhere, but you just want to be home and not be a caregiver for a little while. We all need breaks. So um, in my industry, they call it they call it a respite, and um, mm -hmm. the commu communities will do that. And everyone's a little bit different on their timelines. Some people will do it for two weeks. Sometimes they do a month. They might want to do a month, and then also. If you're tinkering about moving the loved one someplace, you can do a respite where they try it out. And a lot of times the senior loves it and they just, they, they're staying. <laughs> mm, right. Wow. Because there's so much fun things to do. There really is a lot to do. Um, 
you can't make everyone anyone do anything but they have if you've ever seen the community they have a big calendar with activities and there's right. things like all day when it's normal times um there's things to do throughout the day so right. yeah. that's good stuff <clears throat> i remember um now you're you're based out in orange county and um and i know you're you do you're able to access anywhere but probably mostly what's your reach your extension because i know we have people listening to this kind of all over the all over country so yeah. i so there's other people like me <laughs> um <laughs> i specialize in orange county um and because i work for that national company i have a lot of colleagues that have branched off on their end that are you know good people too and that mm. My industry where, you know, we, you want to work with really an ethical person. So I have a lot of ethical people. I have a lot of um, partnerships with people that I can always refer someone to, like yeah. someone in Texas. Um, I have people in, um, where was she? Like all over. I mean, I have them all <laughs> over. Yeah. But, um, but if it's not local in where I am in Orange County, I have like LA. I have someone in LA that could help. I have um, Temecula, the Palm Springs. Like I have people right. that I know Riverside. in different areas. Mm -hmm. Riverside, yeah. Nice. Yeah. That's so good. Yeah, because um, yeah, I know <clears throat> a lot of our community, um, uh, because we reach out to, like, there's, it doesn't matter what state you're in or actually what country you're in, you know, um, people will be listening to this um, and abroad, but be able to have a resource or someone that you, they can call and even though um, you may not be able to serve directly, but that could, they could be referred to, and it's just a, a oh, a, definitely. You know, you want to give them the resources. Some states have different laws than California, mm -hmm. so um, when I worked for that big national company, I knew some of the different laws, but everything changes all the time. So yeah, um, I can give them some basic information and then connect them with more someone more appropriate. And exactly. and it's good to work with a local person because they know the places and they they know more than just going online. Um, it's better right. to not go online actually because unfortunately when you go online, you enter your information in and it just gets skewed everywhere. So, and then mm. you, your phone your phone may blow up getting calls by unnecessary people. People soliciting yes. soliciting you for exactly. your services, exactly. basically. And mm. and I know like people, it's like this isn't something you want to do. You don't want to go online and shop for senior care or care. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it's not like it's not like shopping on Amazon. It's not a fun thing to do. And you want to talk to a person that is an expert in the area. Right. Yeah. Instead of putting I, your, putting your information out there and getting who knows what? Well, yeah, like, um, you know, I mean, I know you, you deal with the elderly, so it can be, like you said, most of your people will call you be people like me, which are um, uh, uh, children of you know, older parents. And yeah, I can imagine putting online, yeah, my mom, and they start asking questions, well, how old is she? And, you know, all kind of information that is just like serious bait for all the piranhas out there. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and, wanna... and and I have to get personal. I have to get financials. I have to get things, but only because things cost a certain price, and I have to make sure I get them to a, a, what they're looking for. So, right. 
Yeah. And then so, if, if they if they don't have money though, I can also get them resources for other like veterans help. There's um, a VA benefit for mm -hmm. surviving spouses of veterans and regular veterans and couples. Um, I have resources that I they're it's free. They're they help qualify them to see if they qualify. Mm -hmm. um, and you can you can file paperwork to get money per month to help you. So like a surviving spouse gets a little over a thousand dollars a month to help pay for care. So whether you stay home or not, or if you move somewhere, that goes to the vet or to them. It doesn't go to a, a place. It goes to them. Nice, nice. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Financials and, is a big thing. Um, you yeah, know, some. I, I ran into uh, not ran yeah ran into um, a gentleman. He'll be on the on the podcast uh, in the near future. Uh, but we were talking about caring for our moms and he was saying, yeah, you know, right now my mom is, um, you know, in a, in a, in a, a really nice um, facility uh, to be taken care of. Um, but the, but he's coming, you know, basically all out of pocket and he goes, but you know, I'm going to do whatever I can until the money runs out. Um, because I always had asked the question and I remember Chrissy and I talking about it, what happens to, you know, these seniors, like, okay, like my mom has a stroke, doesn't have anybody to intercede for her or to be an advocate, you know, where do they go um, when the hospital says, okay, well, you can't stay here any, you know, uh, anymore. Um, and what happens to them? And um, yeah. um, I'm sure yeah. you might run into and know about that, you know, can you share Unfortunately, yeah, and there's not a lot of answers to that. Mm -hmm. Usually when someone doesn't have someone or they're low on funds, they go on Medi-Cal. Mm -hmm. And in California, it's Medi-Cal. In other states, it's Medicaid. And the state's supposed to help. And right. they go to a, a skilled nursing facility, a convalescent home, nursing home, and that's where they're supposed to live. Mm -hmm. But in California, um, they have to have at least two activities of daily living. They're mm -hmm. also called a ADLs, activities. So if they can't walk and they can't feed themselves, then they can go to a skilled nursing and they would live in a skilled uh, nursing. So, mm -hmm. But if they, like I have somebody in a residential home and the wife is in her mid-70s and he's in his mid-70s, he had a stroke. And he has some dementia, but she can't care for him at home. Mm -hmm. And it's costing her over 3000 a month. And she yeah. calls me every Friday. She freaks out on me every Friday. Mm. And she wants to get him on Medi-Cal, but he doesn't qualify because oh, wow. he can still walk. He can still feed himself. There's things he, you know, so, mm. and she's doing a reverse mortgage. So, um, but then she's worried what's going to happen to her when she needs care. Right. And there's and then there's no money. And if he dies and he doesn't have social like it's a spiral. It's just mm. it's, yeah. So there's not a ton of options. Right. There's um I mean a lot of family members like their moms on their couch. I mean I I get all sorts of stories and mm. really sad stories. But then yeah. I get some, you know, it just, it's a financial thing usually. And I, w I wish there was more help for them. Yeah. It's the hard part. I know um, we were also talking about just 
in caregiving, you know, it, it, it hits all financial areas. You have nothing um, or not enough, I should say. And, um, and, uh, or you, you know, you're, you're in abundance uh, mm-hmm. to be able to care. And uh, like this, you know, uh, one gentleman I was speaking to, he's a speaker. He's, you know, um, you know pretty, you know, fairly successful. And, um, but he was saying, yeah, I don't know when my money is going to run out. I'm going to, you know, mm-hmm. keep it there, you know, as much as I can. And, um, 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 kind of, you know, keep going uh, until then, until till I can't, and you know something, and then look at something else. Um, uh, adding to this is good to know. I mean, because people that are listening, some may not, you know, um, just have the resources, um, but they possibly can, you know, whether it's uh, into Medi-Cal. Now, using uh, IHSS, in-home uh, in support, support services. services. That's another yeah. good one. We had a representative there's, last week on that. And yeah, there's other op- there's other not options, but like sometimes if the person shares a room with another, like a lady and a lady would share a room, that's more affordable than mm. having a private room. Like there's things you can do. Um, there, there there are little things you can do to help save cut back on some money and you know, you may not have to go to like the top of the line property. You can go to a little place that's not as high end, mm-hmm, <laughs> you know, yeah. like it's up, it's like the Ritz Carlton and the Holiday Inn. It's still a good place, but you, you know, we all can't go to the Ritz Carlton. So, right. you know, there's little cheaper solutions and your money can stretch a little further. Gotcha. And also like, I also help negotiate pricing. Um, I help negotiate, um, community fees like when you go to a community there's a mm. fee sometimes I can get it waived mm. um just I mean people don't know that people are afraid to ask yeah so I just say hey they can't afford it or I'll say look this lady gets three thousand a month she can't pay thirty five hundred right. <laughs> and then I'll be able to negotiate so I mean the cost mm. of living goes up but her social security is not going to go up so yeah yeah and I've had to move people like just due to price, like the care may be too much in a big community, but the small board and care will just do a flat rate. So, um, so there's, mm-hmm. you know, there's lots of little things to, to talk about, about um, every, every situation, you know, is different, so. Right. But you, thankfully that we have folks like you that you're in it and you know all to provide all the help and uh, advice and direction yeah. for that and that's what we need yeah. yeah oh so the other word i was thinking of so there's the advocate and then there's a geriatric care manager so mm. if you're out of state and say your mom doesn't want to leave texas and you, you have to work here and you can mm. hire a geriatric care manager and they kind of manage mom <laughs> or whoever mm. um, and report back and go to the physician appointments and you know, tell you she's improving or, you know, getting worse. Like they, it's kind of like having like another family member. Hmm. Interesting. Very nice. Like a nanny for granny. (laughs) Hey, that's a good one. (laughs) That sounds like a business name here. Yeah. (laughs) There, there, um, there was a home care company. It was called, um, something like, call your daughter. <laughs> I was like, what the heck? And it was a home care company. Cause I, this, 
this man I'm helping, he has no one. I'm like, he needs like a daughter or son. He needs like that person because mm. he can't hear on the phone. He can't get his services. He can't, he, he cannot physically hear. He's horrible on his flip phone. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and every time I have an appointment, he cancels on me. I'm like, oh. <laughs> wow. But um, I'm like, he needs like a, like an advocate, like a, like a daughter to come in, like get everything situated, like mm. line up his meals on wheels, line up, um, whatever, you know, just, he needs somebody. Every wow. time I call him at my 20 minute conversations, like an hour, <laughs> just trying to decipher what we're, what we're trying to get across. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Excuse me. Wow. Yeah. That's good stuff. Yeah. Good, good stuff. Um, let's see here. What else can we? Christy, you had any questions for Kathy that came up for you? No, I am just enjoying all her plethora of information. I'm like, oh my gosh, all these mental notes I'm writing down going, oh, I can't wait to have more conversations with her and, and find out more about this advocacy stuff and yeah. this Jerry. These are, these are things we talk about at work. Same thing. We get these patients and we're like, they need these kind of people. Mm. And uh, yeah. yeah. And they, so like, I feel they just get lost, you know, through the cracks. And mm -hmm. like I have adult protective services that calls me with these kind of people. And right. And do you I just do geriatrics they, or do you do all age groups as well? Um, geriatrics. Yeah. Okay. And even like someone like I've had. Like usually it's 62 and over, but if they're a little younger, but still have the need, the same care needs as a senior, right. the place would get a waiver. Okay. And then, okay. so um, like at a boarding care, there was, they're all elderly ladies, but there was um, a, a 50 something year old gentleman and he, he was a, he's a dentist, he was married, had three little kids and he has mm. a dementia so bad and because I was like I thought he was like visiting somebody he's like no he's a resident and I'm like oh my gosh he's like wow. 50 something early 50s and yeah. sweet sweet as can be just that sits there but he has the same care needs as the scene as an elderly more elderly mm -hmm. person wow. yeah wow. um and it's not appropriate to place young like very young people like I had right. a 40 a 41 year old schizophrenic lady well I didn't have her she was in the home with her right. dog and it wasn't appropriate to have her with all the 90 year olds, right, -year -olds. Right, right so mm. um when I saw that I was like that's not that's not right I didn't believe the placement but proper placement but, right yeah but the the gentleman that owned the home shouldn't have accepted it either right mm. and he was trying to talk in an elderly man to move his wife there and he had another home with all elderly ladies. I'm like, no, he needs to go to the other mm. place. So you have yeah. to, like, I have to, I'm an advocate too. So I have to look out for what I see and then going on. Do you know the information for somebody that wants to create a home like that? Well, so I have my RCFE, like I could run a home. Um, mm -hmm. And I don't want to, but I just want to, <laughs> I just want to know the laws and the rules, like what I'm looking right. at when I go, when I tour. And I have to get it renewed every two years. So I just had to renew my, my license. 
and you have to take CEUs, but um, I can connect you with people that do that. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, definitely. Um, there's a lot to know, and, and now there's a lot of more regulations. You have to take mm -hmm. 80 units of CEU or 80 hours to get certified. Uh huh. And, and then um, you do 40 CEUs every two years. Oh, perfect. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And what are CEUs? I'm just. Um, I'm sorry, they're continuing mm -hmm. education units. Oh, gotcha. So, gotcha. Um, and, and they have to be certain ones that, the, that they approve. And like nurses have to do them. Um, right, yeah, I do them for work as well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So um, For your profession, Vaughn, they give each individual specialty. Gotcha. gotcha. Yeah. So like to do what I do, there's no certification. Like you can, anyone can do it, right? But I just feel it's important to have a lot of education behind you that's why i yeah the extra mile amazing. yeah and so yeah. I, what i was going to add earlier is um there's a national placement association that's starting because um there's a lot of people that aren't ethical and so we're yeah. we had a test created and yeah. it's on hold right now because of the coronavirus yeah <laughs> um, um, I was supposed to take it this month and they had to put it on hold because they were giving it at a community and they didn't want us in. Right. But, um, oh. but, but it's like, we have associations in like Phoenix and different areas. And, um, but it's just to prove that you're working with someone that's ethical and have standards and guidelines. Right. There's, lo there's lots of bills, um, lobbyists and bills in this industry yeah. like yeah. yeah a lot of hoops so, to jump through yeah so like the big national companies like the online companies they um they're the ones like i said try to stay away from because they can take your information your data and just send it everywhere right and then, then you'll get on and get and talk to me and then they won't work with me because you're working with them right now do you only do orange county i i specialize in orange county some long beach some riverside a little bit of san diego Mm -hmm. um, but I'd rather I, I'd rather like get you with somebody like me that specializes in that area right because so, I like to see the places and go to them and I can't go everywhere so <laughs> right so your city what what are like so I know like towards San Diego what's the farthest city is it like San Clemente like what are San your Clemente, yeah like San Clemente would be the furthest in Orange County and okay. then um, in San Diego, there's like Escondido. Um, I toured a bunch of places out there. I, I can't even remember the cities right Down now. Down that um, way. Okay. So yeah, that like the out, more, more of the outskirts. But I have a colleague that's in San Diego. She, I have two colleagues in San Diego that are really good. Um, in LA, I have, a, I have a couple colleagues in LA. Um, Temecula, Fallbrook, like that area. Mm -hmm. yeah. Wonderful. That's good stuff. Yeah. So exciting. Yeah. And again, yeah. it's a it's a free service, and anyone can call me and just pick my brain and mm -hmm. ask questions. It's it's yeah. like window shopping. Like I'm not a pressure salesperson. This isn't like this is someone's loved one. <laughs> you know, it's right, yeah. right. It's not like ordering a pizza. You know, it's 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 a person, and I want to treat them like I'd want to be treated, and I would want my loved one to be treated. You know, right. we don't we don't we don't want to house people. These are places that are that are good like it i would want to send you some rides in my own my own loved one 
Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. 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 That's so great, Kathy. Like, um, <clears throat> so informational. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like a uh, plethora. And yeah. So I work from home. So you see why I love what I do. Like, just... <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Right now I'm I'm stewing because I can't go out. So um, <laughs> um, yeah, I can't I can't go into any any of my places. <laughs> yeah, wow. Not well, even the hospitals. So because I I meet families at hospitals and stuff too, mm -hmm. but I can't I can't go there right now. So I can imagine that right now. Um, like I said earlier, Zoom is. Um, really really blowing up and probably apple's facetime like you're saying like people are facetime being able to just communicate face to face and it's uh kind of turning to where that that's probably going to be a really big market of just video conferencing yeah I, I, found, I found one my friend sent me it's called house party <laughs> oh <really? laughs> it was like this but it was called house party i think yeah. a lot of kids you, you kids use it <laughs> yeah oh yeah. fun um, yeah. yeah so, all the creativeness uh, yeah. i love it yeah kathy you, you, the information and all that um yeah i remember just just flashing back to talking with you initially and uh, there's so much to know and um you know to our community of caregivers whether they've been you know for years and years caregivers or you know just caregivers just this past week um we're we're always sharing about uh, being the voice in the ears for caregivers. And um, so all of those listening, you know, um, please uh, use Kathy as a resource. I was so glad to have um, have her on because I knew she had this plethora of um, just information and experience in this realm of uh, the unknown that you get called yeah. into. Such uh, a value. I love it. Yeah. yeah thank you. And. Um, this is the perfect community for um, mm -hmm. um, for 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 you and Kathy. Well, definitely going to be um, blowing up all of your services. And actually, I have your service link on our website. Um, we do have a caregivers care jar website, and um, we definitely want to have you as one of the um, um, what do we call it links on our links page. Well, yeah, uh, yeah, <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you. What? What, um, um, see, the time goes awesomely fast here. Uh, we never know what, what's uh. happening. But what, um, what, what advice um, would you, you know, give and just, you know, steps and kind of first things to do um, that you would you want to share, you know, just with your audiences? Well, obviously I'd want them to call me, but if they are working with like a social worker, like at a hospital or skilled nursing, and they tell you your mom's being or whoever's being discharged, it's Wednesday, you have till Friday. Right. They're serious. So, yeah, um, yeah. yeah, they are. And, and, and people don't think that. So I get Friday night, five o'clock calls a lot. And so I would say get on, get on it as soon as you can whether or not they end up staying home or needing to do placement, like just have a plan mm. because you don't want to be last minute Lucy and like freaking out and picking something just be, to pick something you want to, I think you need to check everything out, examine mm. it, check, you know, make sure it's the right fit. Um, mm. I, I don't like to do 
I don't move people around. Like I, you want them to stay and if they do, if they do placement, you want them sure. to, to stay. Also same with, if you, if you can't be the caregiver, um, you can interview different agencies. And I also have, um, I have tips on visiting communities and I have tips on questions to ask if you do an agency, um, what you can ask. Cause you don't, mm. I don't know what to, I, I wouldn't know what to ask. Yeah. Um, and, yeah. and also when you do placement, there's some protocol that you have to get, like you have to get this thing, it's called a physician's report and mm. you have to get a TB test or a chest x-ray and, or you can't move in. <laughs> so wow. you pick a place and you're like, okay, I'm moving tomorrow, but you don't have this, you don't have this, this paper or the TB test. So there's certain things that you have to do. Mm. Um, so getting all your, your ducks lined up in a row, you know, you got to before discharge. Little, yeah. Mm. And then, um, I can like, if they're local, I can tour with people if they want me to go with them. If they don't, they don't have to, I don't have to go, but, um, <laughs> um, <laughs> I've, I've done a lot of tours <laughs> and you can, you know, test the, test the water, test the food, um, see how the people are like, just make sure your loved one's happy and, and just well cared for and always be the squeaky wheel. If you see something, say something, yeah. um, and be their ears and eyes. If they, you know, if they don't have their wits with them, you need to be their advocate and always be their advocate. Yeah. Yeah. Even someone in the next bed, be their advocate because sometimes they have a voice and be their advocate. Mm. Yeah. Like I've had to call, I've had to call APS many times. So, um, you know, yeah. And unfortunately when you call, you don't always hear what happens, but at least I'm I'm their voice. So, yeah. But always, it doesn't hurt to have information, whether you use me or not, just to get, maybe you have an odd question you don't know maybe I don't know I can find out but um it's always good to go with an expert versus just winging it on your own right absolutely yeah absolutely because yeah and especially someone with your knowledge and experience to be able to calm down and guide and because like you said like um uh, okay so whatever I mean She's out Thursday. What? Wait, no, wait, wait, no, she's out Thursday. And it's like, you know, she she may not go anywhere, but she's going to be in a wheelchair on the outside on Thursday kind of thing. And um, yeah, that's that's, uh, freaking people out. Um, How um, you have your your website and um, but what's the number? Let's uh, just go ahead and. Um, Okay, so I have my cell phone's probably the best way. And people can call and text me anytime. Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you want me to say my number? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, it's seven one. <laughs> okay. My cell phone is seven one four six five one eight zero one two. And on my website, there's a little link where you can type in your information. Nice. And I usually see that within 24 hours, usually. And I have a Facebook page. Um, people. Yeah. I do a tip every Tuesday on my business page. It's called Tipsy Tuesday with Kathy. Yeah. Um, and so I'm interactive with people and just give a little tip. Um, so anyway, and people can call me anytime. Like if I can't get to you, I'll get to you as soon as I can. Like if I'm on the phone, I'll call as soon as I can. So my, my job doesn't stop. 
Wonderful, wonderful. Yeah. Yeah, we're gonna put that on there and um, definitely have it on the show notes or and we'll have it on our webpage as well. So that um, make sure we want to connect with Kathy, Kathy and above and beyond referral services. And um, Kathy, this has been um, so awesome. And oh, great. Yes. <laughs> really, well, thank you really guys. Good. Um, we need to do all that we can to make sure that people know uh, who you are and to be able to connect and to use your resources. Um, it is such a yeah. need out there. And um, in this caregiving space, it's just uh, that you're, you're a gem. So um, thank yeah. you so much. Thank for, you. Well, thank you guys. We are uh, glad to have you. So I'm going to, uh, oh, go ahead. No, I just to say, I think it's important and I'm so glad you're doing this because this is the first podcast I've been on and I first podcast I've ever listened to. I hate to admit it with your guys, but <laughs> I'm a little behind, but <laughs> I guess my point is like to see all those topics that you guys have already done. Like it's just a great source to go to for people in the situation. Mm-hmm. You know, there's different topics. I'm going to go back and watch some of them. Um, I have some time right now, so. <laughs> um, but I just, I don't know. There's so many, lots, lots of resources. So I just think that's yeah. really great what you guys are doing. Yeah, because we're all in it together, right? And we always run into people who have different needs, and you're like, oh, well, I heard this, and I can tell you this, and mm-hmm. it's just gathering all this information. It's just been such a joy to do it. So, yeah. so glad yeah. that you were able to come on yeah. and share with us. Yeah, well, thank you so much. I'm here to help. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll probably have you. <clears throat> I'm sure we'll have you on again. Um, yes, um, yes, yes. As you know, things continue to unravel with COVID-19, and um, and well, just caregiving is always ongoing, ongoing, and there's always new stuff. So we may um, get updates from you. We'll just have you as a guest again, and I'm sure yeah. we'll have a whole another hour full of. Um, <laughs> Information, yeah, she's so knowledgeable. Yeah, you can yeah. talk on one area, one topic. So this is this is so awesome. good, awesome beginning. Okay. Uh, well, again, I want to let the audience know. Um, um, please, uh, on um, we're now on Apple uh, for iTunes and Apple Podcasts. Um, we would love for you to um, subscribe to the podcast on whatever platform that you are on, whether that be uh, Podbean, Stitcher, um, Google Podcasts, you know, uh, Spotify, uh, you know, please subscribe. Um, and also please like, um, I think it's like, or I can't remember what it is, uh, some button that gives us points and stuff like that <laughs> and lets Apple know that, oh, this is an interesting, you know, we're just starting out, but we know that this is gonna expand and, um, we know that the, the community of, of caregivers and, and what we're building is just, um, we need a spot on the podcast mm-hmm. platform that has you know, a lot of um, platforms. When Christy and I first began this uh, three months ago at the time of this recording, um, we were like, you know, you know there's, there's just gonna be millions of people that we're gonna be able to serve, uh, that we're gonna be able to reach out to, build community with, build resources with um, and build support uh, and get information to so people can share you know um, I'm sure a lot of podcasters you know you share this with someone and in podcasting you can sit and 
receive information, get these resources, like uh, get in touch with Kathy and all the stuff that you didn't know existed before. So mm -hmm. um, again, we're the, you know, the, the voice in the ears for the caregivers. And we always, um, we always share that we believe that we're called to be caregivers and we we're the ones that have answered the call because we haven't planned to uh, to be to serve in this capacity, but it was all um, we were all designed and created for such a time as this to be these caregivers, and so um, this is the community for that. So check us out on caregiverscarejar.com. That's caregiverscarejar.com. It's the same on Facebook, uh, facebook.com/caregiverscarejar where um, please join us in our group and on our page and um, engage, visit us, say hello. And we really wanna hear your story. Uh, what is it, or, and your questions. Um, if there's inquiries and we're able to either answer them or get you to people like Kathy who can answer them or- Yeah, send us your questions. Yeah, please let us know, um, you know your story and, uh, and questions or situations we we want to be here. We want to be a resource uh, to help for that. All right. I think I said all of the, our connection points. Uh, yes. <laughs> anything else I'm forgetting, Chrissy? No, I think you're doing great. I think Kathy's just amazing. I, I want to pick her brain for like two hours more. Yeah. <laughs> just awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I've really enjoyed today's episode. Anytime. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. We'll share this. We appreciate the share, uh, Kathy. I know in our circles, in our network, um, uh, people will be uh, listening uh, to your first podcast and um, be spreading around. I know. I people, yeah. Yeah. We want to just want to uh, get it out. All right. So this wraps up um, episode number twelve, and uh, we are Yay. glad about that. And thank you again, Kathy. And we will look forward to talking with you next time. And everybody will look forward to being on the next episode. All right. Thank you. All right. Signing off, Von Foy, the voice brander, and Miss Christie and Kathy Gartner with Above and Beyond Referral Services. All right. Thanks so much. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.